Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records, based out of Florida. Such an awesome record label. I fully support everything that they're doing. Next month, they have the One Scene Unity comp dropping, which I'm really looking forward to. You got a ton of awesome bands coming together for an awesome cause. Make sure to look out for all these new tracks from Age of Apocalypse, Despise, Mourning, Simulacra, Restraining Order, Shackled, Youth Collapse, Envision, Seed of Pain, Choice to Make, Dead Heat, Killing Me, Hangman, MH Chaos, Sheer Force, Afro Justice, and Last Straw. Such a strong lineup of awesome bands doing it currently for hardcore, and I'm really stoked to finally hear the whole comp when it's released and i hope you guys take the time to check out every single band check out everything from within records is doing they're so awesome and i'm stoked on everything that they're putting out so thank you to from within records on today's episode we travel to richmond and uh i'm so stoked to be able to have dewey and jamie back on the podcast i had a really great time talking to them last time and since that podcast i've been a subscriber a fan of dewey's podcast he does a a weekly podcast called the flock podcast if you guys haven't checked it out yet i'll link it in the description so make sure to go check that out if you're into video games movies just uh, i think it's a fun listen to hear a group of friends come together every week and just talk about the things that they did and the games that they're playing or the tv shows and movies that they're watching i i think it's just a chill awesome podcast to to listen to and obviously i'm friends with dewey and i feel like i feel like i'm friends with his other co-hosts even though i've never spoken to them but it's pretty it's pretty funny how that happens when you listen to podcasts so often but uh, if, if you haven't like i said make sure to go check out the flock podcast uh and jamie he's the resident uh spokesperson for uh, veganism so if you have any questions uh send them my way and i'll make sure to forward them to jamie and we'll get those answered for you also jamie dewey playing a newer band called no other way they had their demo drop back in early february so if you guys haven't had a chance yet i'll also link that in the description below check out no other way super awesome is a richmond vegan straight edge super sick but seriously i I had a great time talking to to both these guys and i really hope you guys enjoyed this conversation so please without further ado welcome dewey and jamie to the podcast Welcome back to the podcast, Jamie and Dewey. You. Hello. I feel like you guys are my favorite people from the Richmond area. That's, that's, uh, we're honored. I'm just waiting for you to offer me the, uh, the co-host spot. (laughs) The co-host. Oh, wow. I I feel like this is so complicated. Just trying to organize everything on my own. I don't even own a computer. So I I feel like I would, you still don't own a computer. I need it. Do by tape. That's true. This is a, 
this is like your what like off the top of my head like your fourth appearance on the podcast jamie yeah number four that's wild but how are you guys doing it's it's been a minute you guys released your demo mm-hmm. for your new band and uh to my knowledge you guys haven't played any secret shows or anything no that's as much as i would love to do that and has as antsy as probably we've both been i'm always like that would just be irresponsible you can't do that but yeah it's definitely it, the, the idea has crossed my mind many times but has there been any secret shows in your area because like i was actually uh I hit up by some friends asking why i wasn't at the secret show in la like a couple yeah. weeks ago and i was like yo that was so secret i it didn't come across like my radar nobody told yeah. me about it uh uh to my knowledge richmond hasn't really done anything like that Mm-mm. and uh if they did it's just stuff that's like off my radar so yeah same like i feel like i would have heard about something just because i'm such close friends with ace who books like every single show um but i haven't heard anything so if there was a secret show it's been so secret that i didn't even hear about it okay well that's interesting i part of me wants to uh well okay hold on let me just clarify before the like you know the start of like the cases spiking back up i I was like a little intrigued and i was curious and wanted to check one out just to see what the vibe Mm -hmm. would be like but i feel like now since uh, cases are just out of control i I feel like i'm a little like more cautious than i was before It, it would be one thing if it was a situation where they knew the promoter and you knew they were going to cap the room out and somehow I, I just hardcore is just such a contact sport in a way that how are you going to have a show and just maintain six feet and have everyone wear a mask and wear gloves and stuff like that. Like I just, unless you put everyone in complete like head to toe, like hazmat, hazmat suits. suits. I, I just don't know how, a hardcore show could function as what it is. Yeah. I feel like there'd just be too many people packed in. Cause you could have like certain measures like uh, temperature mm-hmm. checking, but uh, still being inside stuffed in a room and people jumping on each other and, you know, swinging their limbs. I don't think it's going to matter yeah. anyways. No, I think, I think hardcore is going to be on hold for a little bit longer. Yeah. And it's a, a trip because I, I was looking at the calendar today because I, I started uh, booking the podcast for for the month of August, and I'm like, holy shit, we're like halfway through July, and I, I remember this is hardcore posting uh, on Facebook. They, they they posted that they had some dates in August and that they weren't going to cancel, and I was like, damn, we're we're coming up pretty close to that. We haven't heard anything since, to my knowledge, and I, I'm I'm really curious if they're actually going to have to finally pull the plug for the first time yeah i don't did COVID even start when we did the last podcast yeah it did i think it it was was like yeah just started just starting up yeah because like i don't know if i talked about this but i know there's a lot of places that if you book a venue unless the venue cancels on you you can't cancel on them because then they'll just keep your down deposit or whatever like they'll make you pay them so i feel like a lot of bigger events and stuff like that they seem like when I'm looking into bigger events going on, it's a lot of people saying, oh, it's still going on. Don't worry. But it's like they have to say that so that they don't have to pay a bunch of money when 
if if they pull out kind of thing but i don't mean depends on the event and the venue and everything like that yeah and um you know i i I was like thinking back when you brought up if covid was a thing the last time we did the podcast i I feel like the the marker that i have in my head is i i had greg from the uh from youth collapse mongoloids world demise on and him and i were like trying to avoid the topic Mm -hmm. and then literally a week after we did the podcast is when we had to actually like quarantine and things actually shut down and it's just so crazy to to think about how long it's been since like this whole thing actually started and like has like you know basically changed the entire world it's it's i forget what the conversation was around but at one point someone said something about like Cause I was like, uh, oh, it's like, we've been in quarantine for a month and someone was like, dude, it's been three months. And I was like, oh shit, it has <laughs> like, it's just been like, it's almost been normalized to the point where I totally had forgotten about how long we've been, you know, doing this. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, something cause I, I think about the early stages and I kind of, you know, uh, me and my friends were all super into Disney and we were laughing when Disney announced that it was going to close for just two yeah. weeks. And we actually believed that back then. We're like, Oh yeah, fine. Two weeks. That, that, that sounds pretty rough, but we'll make it work. And then you know, fast forward, we're almost at a uh, hundred days of Disney being closed. And it's just like, holy shit, this is like crazy. Uh, we don't know if it'll ever open again. I'm sure. Well, Disney's got the bucks to bounce back. Yeah. Ho- hopefully this shit gets sorted out because if they close the happiest place on earth, Did I think it- people will riot. Did, um, Am I like wrong or is like California on like kind of like a shutdown again? Yeah, we're on like like day two of like this three day plan that our governor had. So we went kind of like went back to like the extreme where they, you know, wanted to close all like malls, movie theaters, restaurants like fully. And it was like a three-day order, so I'm not sure where we're going to be at after the three days. And uh, when I first heard about it, I was like, "Dude, like, how much of a dent can we make in yeah. three days?" Like, I, I feel like, I feel like if, if we're going to go back to the way it was, uh, like when this whole quarantine thing first happened, we should, you know, do it at, at like a longer period of time instead of just three days. But you know, I'm not the one making the calls, but I'm, I'm just curious to see how it's going to play out. So hopefully uh, tomorrow or within the next couple of days, we'll hear from our governor and see where we're at. Yeah. That's wild. Cause it's like, people don't show symptoms or like, yeah, people can be, have COVID for like two weeks before they show symptoms. Like asymptomatic. People. Yeah. And there's also asymptomatic. It's just, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think Virginia is actually gonna roll back into phase two at some point. Like we just did a uh, phase three. I think july 1st and i think they're already in talks of like scaling back so do you guys have like movie theaters and stuff like like fully open uh i don't think movie theaters are open but like gyms and like you can go to restaurants and stuff again yeah and have you guys been participating like going out into the wild and seeing what life was like before uh, uh not really <laughs> I've gone to the gym like, yeah. a handful of times, but like not nearly as much as I was going. Yeah. My my gym thankfully has a <laughs> a like sign up list 
where there's only a certain amount of people allowed in at a time and you're supposed to be wearing masks unless you're doing you know uh some sort of lift um and then you're allowed to take it off but like there's a check-in every time you go in and there's like only a certain amount of slots like that you have to reserve before you go in so they're doing the best they can in getting around stuff and it's also a, a deal where you have to wipe down all your own equipment and stuff like that they're really good at enforcing it but nothing remotely like it used to be um at least in gym in like gym wise other than that i've just been if i get food i pick it up to go yeah and wearing a mask everywhere yeah um, i'm so. still not really down with like eating inside restaurants or and like or doing anything like that and same for my gym my gym is like there's like a maximum like occupancy and you have to wear a mask and this that and the other thing and which is good i mean that's how it should be if you're going to open a place like that how about because i jamie the, the the gym you go to are you like primarily doing like climbing stuff or are you doing like actually just like you know running on a treadmill and stuff like that um i'm kind of doing like half and half right now because they only allow you in for like a two hour like time slot and uh i mean for me at least it's it's kind of hard to get everything i want to do done in two hours because like i gotta get there i gotta stretch and then i gotta like warm up so like i'll climb for like an hour and then the other hour i'll just weight lift and then i'm out the door and i go back in two weeks <laughs> i just don't want to go every day yeah yeah that's crazy i feel like like california we were trending in the right direction like they had opened like restaurants back up and it, it seemed like the numbers were going down uh but then like right before fourth of july they, they kind of just like you know pulled the rug right from under us and was like nope like we're you know kind of going back everybody like sorry and it was really strange because i'd gone out to eat at, at a restaurant i think i went to i'm trying to think off, off the top of my head there was like two different times i went to a restaurant and one of them they had like this machine that we had to kind of walk in front of and it would scan our body like for hmm, our temperature yeah. and and then it would like blink green for good and red for bad and luckily, uh, me and my buddy, we were good. We were in the green. Like, our temperature wasn't, like, anywhere near what the limit for bad was. And then we went to, like, this mall to eat, and they just kind of sat us down. And no temperature checks or anything. And it was okay, but it wasn't something that I was, like, finally, like, you know, super excited for. Because, uh, like, like, a week or two before that, I, I actually went on a road trip. Did I tell you guys about that? I think uh, I'm not so. Because sure right. I didn't really talk to... Maybe I don't know because I don't think I, I, I talked about it. Like, but um, some friends and I went to Texas. Yeah. We drove from uh, California to Texas and back like within like three days, and it was like a, just a really quick trip. But um, we had uh, sat down at just like this breakfast spot there where they were like open, so uh, like the the employees were wearing masks and getting temperature checked but customers who came in uh they, they didn't have to wear a mask they didn't have to get checked or anything so i i did that while i was on like my road trip so coming back to california and that being an option like it, it wasn't that big of a deal for for me uh and it was just like okay it was just weird too because like, i was just like i seeing all the employees like you know wearing masks and stuff it's it just kind of like all right this doesn't feel right like i i would love for like 
nobody to be wearing masks for us to be in this environment again so we all can be safe and not have to fear and like you know put people in these like weird situations where we could like potentially end up killing them you know for real that's such a weird dystopian feel and it's even worse that it's like yeah we're gonna put all of our employees at risk but because but don't worry guys it's fine if you guys don't wear a mask like it still is like i don't know it's it's almost worse just bringing in a bunch of different people every day and not having them be required to wear a mask and stuff like that but i feel like texas is a whole other situation from what i've been hearing about yeah like oh we were out there and uh some of my friends or the, the two friends i was with they're like super into mm-hmm. horror so we went to austin I, we like stayed in austin but um we went to kingsland texas to go see like the texas chainsaw massacre house which it was like cool for me but like they're way more stoked because they're like super into it and i was just kind of just like a casual yeah. fan so i was just kind of there for, like along for the ride um but but it was weird because like uh like each state that we crossed like you know starting california into arizona to new mexico to texas it was like alternating with states being open and closed so yeah so it it was uh definitely an interesting uh thing that we got to see how different the 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 country like was at that time definitely it's it's so all over the place all over the map and it's very sad to, to see that not everyone can get on the same page yeah and do you guys think we'll we'll defeat covid before the year's up or are we going into 2021 i think even i think what's going to happen i think eventually they're uh they're going to roll out a vaccine but i mean it's going to be so expensive like people aren't really going to be able to afford it so uh i think i think what we've got now is what's just i mean this is just going to be how life is for a while yeah and i think the sooner that people just quit crying about like wearing a mask and just you know just do it the faster we can get back to normal like the whole like anti-mask thing is just ridiculous it takes more effort for me to put my underwear on than to put a mask on my face you mean like it's not hard you mean pro patriot people (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah there was a video that um kind of went viral uh, the other day, it was uh, these two guys in Huntington yes. Beach yeah. handing yeah. out free masks. It's a muzzle. Yo. I was just thinking about that. Yo, yeah. So that's like literally twenty minutes from yeah. where I live, and uh, I've been down there when they're doing their like you know protests like a couple months ago about uh, the the shutdown. So to, to to see that video and to watch those people like react the way that they did it i was like wow this is like really disgusting in in my opinion i was like i can't believe i i I live among these people because they're so close to me it's 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 insane yeah california is crazy because it's like the sickest and then also just infested with like the worst people (laughs) like there's so many different types of people but it's like also the worst people are also there just like that video a bunch of people being like fuck you because you're offering a mask for free and then like saying it's a muzzle and all this shit just like it's wild it's like the same people complaining that it's like infringing on their constitutional rights or like or they're they're worried about like government control or the fucking same people who like 
they like don't shed a tear when it comes to fucking paying their personal property taxes or something like that. Yeah. It's like that's government control. You have to pay taxes on like property that you own, but you're worried about wearing a cloth mask. Yeah. You're a dork. Yeah. And it's literally to help save yeah, lives. It's not, like it's, it's literally, hard. you know, like a matter of life or death. Like you could die from this <laughs> virus and people are just trying to act like it's a it's a hoax. Yeah. All lives matter until it comes to wearing a mask. Plandemic. <laughs> That's so wild. Like I, I joke about it with my friends that it's not real, but obviously we're kidding yeah. around. I wear, I, I wear a mask uh, all day when I go to work, and when I'm at home, I don't yeah. wear one. I, I just I wear one watching TV, sit in my cave, and <laughs> taking a shower. The mask it never comes off. Who knows what's gonna happen? You're just going to get it attached so you never have to yeah. take it off. It's sewn to my ears. Yeah, that's what the that's what the government wants. <laughs> so the deep state wants. That's crazy. Uh, so we're on uh, Zoom right now, but I can't help but notice uh, that glass case yeah. behind you. There's like an empty yes. shelf. Are, are you I moving? I am moving. Funny enough, we're both moving in together. Jamie and I, my partner, Marina, and uh, our friend Nick are all moving into a house very soon so i'm starting to get stuff together and uh yeah it's gonna be a very very tight it's a very it's a very big spot but it's the first time i think i'm gonna be living with all vegan straight edge people so it should be a good time wow. and a big ass garage so we've already planned out how you know we've got three lps written already yeah <laughs> give us a few weeks and we'll have a whole discography for you and what what prompted this this change especially a, a move during the the pandemic i find that yeah. pretty interesting it, it's well my my uh landlord has been really uh accommodating because he's a family friend but he said you know when august rolls around we can like rediscuss rent so he lowered our rent a, a crazy amount because people I originally was living with were living with were uh, all got laid off. And so he was cutting us a deal, but I knew as soon as this, uh, the, the rent was going to go back up or he was going to like readjust the rent in some way. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to live here because it's just me, my partner. And then we have like a random person living with us right now. Um, so my, my parents were, they've heard, they've been talking about buying a house for a really long time, like investing in one. And they hit me up and they're like, hey, we think now would be a, the best time to do that because the market's just, you know, in such a weird place, but we can get a house for really cheap because of everything going on. So they're working on buying this house and then basically us moving in are, ba are just going to be paying the mortgage for the most part, just via the rent and, it, you know, everything. So... Thankfully, the the cards aligned for me because I don't know what I would do. Because at one point, I was even talking about this with my parents. and like, what would you do if this house fell through? And I was like, I have no clue because I don't even want to think about getting a new place right now. That's, you know, not this, this situation I have right now. Because thinking about moving into apartment or even seeing places, it's already been so weird, like, looking at houses with masks on and stuff like that. I can't, I can't imagine like trying to find an apartment right now. It's gotta be like the worst. 
Well, that's awesome that the situation just kind of fell into place and things are working out. I, I, I would think it's weird how uh, the world works when things like this just kind of figures itself out and, you know, makes life like way yeah. easier. It was definitely a blessing uh, because also me and my, uh, I mean, my, my, the company I was working for is like going under. <laughs> so I lost my job. So even, even more so, like I could easily try and figure out something with my parents to maybe like help them with yard work or you know figure out some way to make some extra money on the side i sure i can sell stuff that i have but knowing that i'm like okay like if i'm short on rent i can at least be like hey parents who are my landlord uh i'll pay you back soon but right now i don't have a job but thankfully i'm already in the works of like getting a new job but it's it just seemed like everything went really wrong with like covid and losing my job that thank god this happened for the band i think this is going to be a fucking perfect opportunity because we have a full-blown huge garage that w is already dedicated to uh housing our equipment and stuff yeah i'm currently homeless so i'm pretty psyched that this is happening <laughs> yeah that's that's wild jamie i had no idea you're homeless how'd you end up in that situation <laughs> i'm not actually homeless but uh um oh. Just some uh, some unforeseen circumstances have led me to have to find a new place to live, and conveniently, this uh, was happening with Dewey, and they needed a roommate. Yeah. So, just kind of fell into place. It's like the worst situations ever, but the one positive <laughs> is like helping it all kind of yeah. come together in, in a good way like leading up to uh like a cool spot with like all like-minded people so it's pretty dope now are you gonna have a cool name for your house maybe i haven't even thought about that that's a that's a good question um <laughs> we, we'll, we'll probably come up with one at some point just put a banner in the front door all a right. good name to name like make the wi-fi a certain name or some shit like that <laughs> You know what grinds my gears is like when I go to my uh, friend's apartment and I, I get it. They're like not like super into tech or anything, but I'll, I'll just ask them, hey, like, what's your Wi-Fi? And it's just all standard stuff that they got from their service yeah. provider. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like giving me like this like crazy, like ridiculous password. And, and like and I'm like thinking to myself because I don't want to be rude. So obviously I'm like thinking to myself, like, I don't think they realize that they yeah. can change this to anything they want it to be. So I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm just going to go with it and just accept it. But it, yeah, it's just like so strange to me sometimes when I see that stuff, even like even like here, like where I'm at, like I, I'm like, it's like a bunch of condos. So like I'll, I'll like, you know, just check my internet and make sure everything's good. And I'll just see like all just like the standard names. And I was like, this is, this is a nightmare. Like I'm glad like the one that I have is like, you know, it's specially named. It's not some standard one from our service yeah, provider. It's funny you say that because like every time I've ever got an internet set up, as soon as the guy is setting up and like leaving while I'm talking to him, I'm like renaming the Wi-Fi and changing the password like before he's even out the door because that's just the person I am. I feel personally attacked right now. <laughs> Why is your Wi-Fi Xfinity <laughs> XY234966? nah it's uh it's fine <laughs> it's all right <laughs> and uh, do you guys have good internet out like where you live because we like not too long ago like in my area like we just got like gigabit mm -hmm. internet like 
available to us. So I'm not sure if um, that's available in your Yeah, we do area. have gigabit. We had to, when I got it, the internet set up here, we had to have a guy come in and install it basically because everything else was like basic internet and like coaxial cables and shit like that. But when he came through, he was like, where's the router supposed to go? And I was like, well, we're trying to have it in this room. And he's like, okay, I've got to go set it up. And he like started drilling holes and shit like that. I was like, oh, this, thank God, because I do not want to like deal with someone who's like, it has to go here or like pre-set up in one area. And then I have to like, have to keep the router in that area, shit like that. Yeah. Well, at least he was down to do his job and not make a big like stink about having it in that specific yeah. room. That's cool. Okay. Uh, but I, I'm curious, did you guys watch the PS5 reveal event like a couple of weeks ago? I did. I, uh, you missed that I must one? have missed it. I don't think I was at home. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched it. It was pretty damn good. The console itself looks kind of wonky, but uh, it looks like a big router, but I'll probably buy one eventually. I feel like the the funniest edit that I've seen, and it was like, I, I think I saw it yesterday. It was, uh, uh, what was the villain from Yu-Gi-Oh? Kaiba? His, his or, rival. Uh, uh, Millennia, uh, what's Maximilian Pegasus? Pegasus? No, not Pegasus, the, the guy with the blue so eyes. Kaiba. Yeah. Seto Kaiba. Okay, yeah. I so love the, that you're like, oh, Seto Kaiba. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but they just kind of like placed his head like, uh, like, you know, like on top of the PS5 and it looks like, you know, his mm-hmm. jacket. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, that's so funny. Cause like, I, I, I can yeah, totally see now that. Now that you say that, that totally makes sense. But I was uh, stoked to, to watch the event because I would love to have a PlayStation mm-hmm. again. Uh, but I, I just feel like uh, the majority of the games that they showed were pretty lame, in yeah. my opinion. I, I felt there was like maybe like three games that I was like super pumped for. Um, but I, I feel like when I saw that that Rockstar logo, I like freaked out. But then when you kind of realize it was GTA Five again, I was like, wow, this is so terrible. Like GTA Five, awesome game, the only Grand Theft Auto I've ever beat. But I was like, dude, it's been so long. Can we please get another no, they'll one? Milk, they'll milk GTA five online until there's nothing left because they're just sitting on piles and piles of money doing that yeah but it's it's insane that people are so invested into that online mode and it's cool that everything was uh, free but you had to you know, buy coins or whatever but it's just like dude three like it, it spans now three different yeah. consoles and it's just like come on pretty well we we get it but which games were you excited for during that reveal the the only one that i can recall off the top of my head is uh i forget that it it started with a k and it was some sort of like third person action game that seemed really like studio ghibli influenced it looked like a pixar movie but it was like a character who had like a bow and arrow and was being assisted by like these little uh like fuzzy black creatures that were like holding down enemies while they were like shooting arrows and shit at it i forget the name of it but that one specifically was like oh shit this looks like really good and then the miles morales uh spider-man game looks really cool those were the those are the two that i can think of off the top of my head so they probably left the best impressions 
Okay. I sold my PS4 a, a long time ago, so I'm still currently just a PC yeah. gamer. Uh, so I'm like dying to to get my hands on those games because more recently they, they started like releasing some of the PlayStation 4 exclusives mm-hmm. on PC, like Horizon Zero Dawn just got a release date uh, not too long ago. I think like within like this this yeah. week, it, it's like coming out in August. And I, I, I saw that in the Steam store when I was just like looking for games on sale. I was like, holy shit, this is awesome because I haven't played that game in, in like a couple of years. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked to be able to like revisit that, especially like so close to the PS5. So I'll, I'll be ready for the, the new one coming out, which looks pretty yeah. incredible. Death Stranding also is getting released in a few days, I think. It might even be out like now you know it, it came out uh, i think it came out uh, yeah. two days ago which i'm excited to see people just mod that to be like <laughs> unlimited packing space and stuff like that just to see that who can push that game to the point where it's almost breaking with mods yeah i, I was just uh happy to have it on pc I, I i plan on getting it eventually but i'm like in the middle of like playing fallout 76 yeah. nice yeah it's, it's, it's a weird game to finally be playing i i've been on the fence for so long just because there was like so many mixed reviews and it was like i don't think it was worth the full price for it being Definitely so mixed not. so like I, I just like waited i uh, i waited for a bit and then there was like a like a big update recently and the game finally went on sale digitally because like the physical was on sale for the longest time but the digital still was at full price and i, I buy everything digital so yeah. like, damn it, this is backwards like i feel like it, sh- it should be the other way so i i was just on the fence for the longest time but i finally picked it up like a, a couple weeks ago and i'm just kind of going through it and finally i i, I feel like i'm probably like maybe like 10 hours in and like i'm barely like finally just like understanding like what the game or how to play the yeah. game properly because i actually like went out and like read some uh some things that i should be doing that i'm not so i i feel like now that i i understand it better it's like way more fun that makes sense yeah i played that game at launch and it was it was fine but it felt so soulless and i think they've done a lot to update it to like fix it but there's always just so much else going on that i'm playing that i'm like i, I don't have time to revisit it unfortunately which sucks because the fallout franchise in general is one of my favorite franchises like but we'll see i'll wait for the next one and see how that goes i feel like they should take all the good from fallout 76 and try to develop an mmo based yeah. around it because it's kind of like kind of simulated like that because i'm basically like uh, i'm not sure what it was like beforehand but it's like you know there's like a like a million different instances of the same world just depending on like you know um, wherever you log in or if you're playing with friends or with randoms and uh, like the idea of that was cool but i was like they have eso they know how to do an mmo they could definitely build off of uh that Fallout 76 idea and i, I think they could do something really yeah. awesome i mean that's that's the game i thought i was buying when it first came out and then it was like, oh, this isn't exactly what I was looking for. And then it just kind of started falling apart from there. But I don't know. Yeah, they definitely could fix it up and make it a full-blown MMO. But yeah, I don't know how much work they're willing to put into it. I mean, they've already done a lot, but uh, who knows? There's, there's probably going to be an update sooner or later that does more. 
Yeah, I, I think that the last thing they put out that was like that made news was like this. Um, it's kind of like a. It's kind of like a like, like a game board, mm -hmm. and it, it's like free, and uh, you you play and do certain uh, things in game to unlock spaces as you move along to collect rewards, but uh, the the length of uh, this board versus like the time to unlock everything is like super tight and if, unless you're like super like obsessed with the game it's like going to be nearly impossible yeah. to do but there's like another solution you can pay to unlock everything which yeah, yeah so like I'm, I'm like looking at it i'm like see because like I, i'm not playing it full-time i i because I'm, I'm playing like valorant mm -hmm. full-time and fallout 76 like you know when i'm not playing valorant and I was looking at the board. I was like, there's no way I'm, I'm going to clear these hundred spaces. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do as much as I can until like right before it ends. And I'll probably just want to unlock what I didn't do just by yeah. playing. But Jamie, are, are you playing any video games right now? Or are you just, just vibing, writing music, just vibing, <laughs> just vibing. That's all I'm doing listening to music and that's just about it i don't i don't have a i don't have the means to play video games yet yet uh yet you're gonna be with dewey you're gonna have actually dewey will he have access to yeah, your library a crash course and how to play games again <laughs> i have i have an Yo, look at all those <laughs> need a tutorial all those uh, all those switch games yeah. behind you insane quite a few like i i got it's it's so crazy we gotta we gotta, we gotta play wild. ddr dude i will i'm not i'm not i'm not one to brag but i will fuck everybody up dude Loki. i love that you're low-key weeaboo and then low-key <laughs> a ddr kid because that's my shit i have mario ddr right over on that shelf over there it's like underneath it or maybe i moved it i can't remember but my partner actually found the uh, the original box and ddr pad for like mario ddr on the gamecube that's sick and i've been waiting to bust it out so. That's so sick that's what i used to do when i lived at like when i was a little kid i used to go to the mall dude yeah just same. play ddr at the mall for like fucking six hours straight yeah i don't know uh in our mall we used to have like this chain arcade called tilt i don't know if you guys ever heard of so. tilt but now I, I felt like all those like smaller arcades inside the mall went away, and what we have today is a round one. Do you guys have that in your area? Dude, I don't we'd... think I don't think any of our malls have like an arcade anymore. We yeah. have like virtual reality type things now. It was it was so badass the last time I went to California, specifically Southern California, because there's so many arcades and shit like that. And by so many, I mean like a few, but like more than we have here, because we have a little like, we have a few barcades that popped up. But there's, it's like mostly like Dave and Buster's, and then there's like a local one. But there's not really anything like it is in like Southern California or California in general, where it's like way more accessible to go to the arcade. Like I can really only think of the one that is a local arcade, and that's like a barcade thing. Yeah, uh, what is it? Called? I don't even know what it's called off the top of my head. Circuit. Circuit. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool, but I feel like a real arcade shouldn't. I mean, a real arcade, but like a like a good arcade isn't one that like serves alcohol, so that like any and like kids can come into the arcade and not play like angry like 
tablet games just blown up like they yeah. do at like Chuck E. Cheese now where all the games are just like the arcade is secondary to the you know the thousands of IPAs on tap yeah <laughs> okay there's this um if, if you guys ever make it out oh, I feel like there has to be one in your area hold on let me look because I I'm just so curious because I, I know they're um like there's like sprinkled across yeah. the nation so I, I'm just curious what is it called um it's called round one. Oh, round one. I don't know. We got a round two. Hold on. I'm, used I'm to have a round two. <laughs> <pulling> <laughs> yeah, we got one no more. Okay, I'm pulling up the map to see if there's any in your area. Is there? Where's um? Is Woodbridge near you guys? Not really? It's like it's, a, it's like an hour and a half or two away. Almost. Yeah. It's like close to DC. Okay. There's one coming soon to Woodbridge. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. I it, might have uh, to get it up. Yeah, it's uh, at the Potomac Mills. Oh, yeah. Oh, I that Potomac is. Mills. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I was supposed to pronounce that right. Um, but they're getting around one. And, like, round one thing, like, um, like the best way to describe it is uh, Dave and Busters. You guys know yeah. Dave and Busters? It's like Dave and Busters on, like, steroids. Because I feel like Dave and Busters has, like, okay arcades. But um, round one, they, there's, like, billiards, darts, bowling karaoke and then they have the dave and buster type arcades in like one little section but then they have like legit arcade games like real like racing games they have a ton of different fighting games uh there's all the different rhythm games so jamie that'll be your section and then they have like a, a bunch of different like um like crane games to to win uh, like hella different like plushies yeah. and anime figures so it, it's pretty awesome um when it was open it's closed right now but when it was open friends and i would just go and check it out like i'd go and try to uh, see who's playing the local street fighter yeah. 5 machine to show them how to really play but other than that um, it, it's definitely like a cool place to, to yeah, check out i'm thinking of it there actually is and like the little place that i'm from there's like a it's like a goat cart slash driving range oh, yeah. but on the inside they have like a fucking beast arcade yeah it's pretty dope it's called Swaders. Wait, is that in uh, Roanoke? No, <laughs> Jamie. I am. I am no. not from Roanoke. <laughs> oh, you're not from Roanoke. Okay, sorry. I, I was digging my brain. Uh, that be, I, I love that. That is a thing, though. <laughs> a lot of people, like people, people that I like became friends with, like after I was 21, all think I'm from Roanoke. Yeah, no diss to Roanoke. No, I love. Funny I, as fuck. Love, I love. I love Roanoke, but. Nah, yo. <laughs> okay. All right. I just had to throw it out there just to uh, be clear in, in my mind. I'm from uh, I'm from Colonial Heights. C Heights. C H. C H. Okay. All right. Well, putting them out on the map, I gotta check it out. See, see what kind of history they have it's, out there. It's, it's, <laughs> Probably <laughs> poor history. Probably <laughs> poor history. It's, it sucks. Don't even bother. Okay. So, um, curious uh, about your guys' area. I I know during this uh, pandemic, there's been these like quarantine bands uh, that have been popping up. You know, bands dropping new music. Is there a anything new going on in your area? Bands that you guys know about that people should be kind of tuned in on besides your your new band? I don't. 
I don't think so. I don't think Richmond's really done all, or at least like amongst like our friend group, like none of our friends have done anything. I think I've seen Mad practice a few times, quarantined up with masks and shit like that, practicing. But I don't think a lot of people are doing much. I think people are just maybe practicing here and there, but no, it doesn't seem like anyone's. Yeah, like I writing. I, I can't think of anybody who's like recorded or like any like new like. Like you said, like quarantine bands or anything. Like I can't think of anything that started. I know um, uh, a friend of mine who was in that band, uh, Heaven's Die. He um, he did like I think like a couple little quarantine bands, but uh, they're I'm like they're not coming. Like the names aren't coming to mind, but I know he's done like one or two. Yeah. I would love to. Like we were talking about, we we might do a band, and if once we are living together, the situation is a lot easier to make music and shit like that. But it's just been so hard to like get up and do stuff. And even if we, if even if I specific, if I if I could, I still would be like, eh, I'm kind of hesitant because I know the spot that most of the people here use is just like very confined very small space and yeah as much as i trust everyone incredibly hot too yeah oh my god um so this place we're moving into is going to be really tight because it's a big ass garage and if we have people who aren't living with us coming to practice and stuff like that it's easy to be like all right you can stand over there with your mask and it'll be fine <laughs> no n- yeah do not <laughs> don't go inside and infect yeah, our bubble be, chill, be like it's it'll, it, i mean no diss to anyone but i mean better safe than sorry and most people understand that and will uh once we get that spot though i think it's gonna we can do a lot more i mean if i knew how to if i had like any idea how to play guitar i would probably have started like i would have just written like a bunch of demos just by myself yeah but i just stringed instruments don't make any sense to me why don't you just write all the drums and then bring it to somebody i can't do that that's that's hard (laughs) writing drums like before guitars and stuff is so weird yeah just be like no i got this in my head like like mouthing and be like yeah i'll I'll work on it don't worry i'll I'll try and figure it out has it ever been a thing because obviously i'm not in any bands i'm not i'm pretty know, sure that uh, well versed in like there are definitely i'm sure there are definitely people who can like write like drum parts and then like write a song based around that but uh it's not me i can't i can't do that i come up with like stuff inside my head all the time but like i have no idea how to translate it to a guitar Uh, you know what's crazy is I was in an Animal Crossing group chat. Um, rest in peace. I actually ended up leaving by my own accord. But I found out one of your guys' friends was in the group chat with me, and I had no idea that he he played an outsider. And I was like tripping out the whole time. I was like, "Wow, we've literally been in this group chat who, for who like, is this? at least a month." Uh, yeah, Mac, like yeah, he's not our friend. <laughs> Mac sold out, so he's dead to both of us <laughs> until a, quarantine's over. And then he's a scumbag. Then we will kill him, and he will be dead. <laughs> okay um but yeah i was in this group chat with him and he was like yeah yeah just uh, writing riffs or whatever he was just talking about like writing music and i'm like oh like, what band are you in and he's like oh i, I play an outsider 
I was like, oh shit. I was like, my friend Jamie plays in Outsider too. That's funny. He doesn't know it, it was, but this podcast yeah, is me kicking him out of the band. So Mac, fuck you. Yeah, I'll send it to me like, bro, you should listen Mac. to this. Bro, you're yeah, you're a coward. You're not in the band anymore. <laughs> you know what's funny is I to I didn't know when he was serious or when he wasn't, because I I don't know him personally outside of that chat. So uh, I had no idea he actually uh, sold out. Yeah. Rip. Rip in peace. <laughs> You know, I was doing research for uh, th- this podcast that I have coming up. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys about it off air. But I-, I was doing research and I was watching these old uh, straight edge like videos on YouTube. And there was this uh, talk show. I forget the lady's name. It was like Rolanda yeah, yeah. or something. And she had. Oh, so, OK. So you guys have seen like this. Every like weird interview on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And like it was weird to me because i'd never seen it before i was like how does this never come across my radar even as like a joke because there was uh this part where they were talking to this uh person who was like calling herself a a, a sellout but the dudes from courage crew they're like nah um like uh like you were never straight edge because if you're not now you never were and i was just i was dying i was like holy shit this is so funny because like it seems scripted. I, I I could be wrong because it was weird to see the, the audience sprinkled with what looked like normal people, but then like Courage Crew people here and there because they were all wearing like Courage Crew like yeah. shirts, and then and then these just two groups of like you know people who were like um, you know anti straight edge, and then the actual straight edgers just kind of arguing about it. I was like, this is so weird. I was like, this is this is what's going on TV like in like the the early nineties so or whenever what, it was. I was like, what this is incredibly weird time. Yeah. That sounds wild. Yeah, but I, but I feel like now, like all that stuff just like, takes place on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, which is worse. I would rather see an interview with Doctor Phil about it. <laughs> yeah, that would be tight. <laughs> Doctor Phil just talking about straight edge. Who would who would be the spokesperson? Because I feel like that's a pretty important Me. topic. <laughs> Carl Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's the only person I can think but, of. Probably, yeah, probably Carl. Yeah, I feel like it, the only weird thing would be like getting turned into a meme or getting super successful like that uh that um, bad baby yeah. girl because she was on Doctor yeah. Phil, remember? And now she's like a legit, well not legit, she's like a rapper now. She has like obviously she's not writing her own stuff, but she's pretty successful. She played a sold out show like down the road from here. It was crazy. Yeah, Carl should hit up Doctor Phil because uh, it'd be cool if he could fund another Earth Crisis record. Yeah. We, we could fund one. I'll fund. I'll, Crowd I'll fund. fund it myself. I'll hit him up right now. <laughs> Crowd fund it and be like, hey, just make another one real quick. Or, or I would just hit up the people that I know that know how to record and be like, hey, how can we do this? Let's yeah. make it work. I'll help. I'll help ghostwrite it. Fuck it. I'll do the. Uh, I'll play drums on it if they need somebody. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah, someone let Carl know who's listening to this. Just we'll send him the the marker to let him know when we start talking about yeah. Earth Crisis. That's wild. Uh, imagine that that'd be insane. Would be dope. But I'm really curious where this whole music scene's going because obviously the the majority of us haven't been to a show except for the. Cause I know there's been two secret shows in PA and there was one. That came across my radar in like North Carolina. There was because I saw people arguing about. There was one in Virginia Beach a couple weeks ago. 
Damn, I didn't even hear about that one. Oh, wow. It was like, I wouldn't say it was like a hardcore show. It was like weird, like. Oh, I think I did actually. Like metalcore yeah. bands or something, mm-hmm. but I think that happened. Yeah, but we're we're all in this same boat. Nobody's really been to a show. I, I know there's like people making efforts to try to keep people entertained. Like uh, there's this uh, group of dudes out here SOS mm-hmm. booking. They they do like um, they, they've been doing these like weekly live Q and A's, which have been pretty cool. And then you know Sunny, uh, he, he's been streaming live sets, which I, I don't know if you guys uh, saw that the no option live set got canceled yeah, because somebody in the band. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I was surprised that they just uh, announced it like or well announced a cancellation in that way because they're like oh like m- like potential member has covid i was like oh shit that's yeah, that's wild that is insane happy they caught it though not covid but they caught that he had covid so they didn't do it <laughs> yeah yeah because uh, uh it, it would have been really sad if they would have just like went through with it and then everybody yeah, got infected that would not be tight but he also announced that at the end of the month, he's doing another Code Orange live set. Yeah, he's doing those on Twitch, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a few of those. It's pretty sick. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel like the first time I ever saw him on Twitch, I'll, I'll never forget this. I was uh, I was laying in bed and I was checking Twitter. It's like, oh, he's like, I'm live on Twitch. I'm like, what the hell is he doing on Twitch? So I, I went to his uh, Twitch and he was live streaming this show in Baltimore. And I was tripping out. I was like, this is kind of weird. Cause I feel like I'm just like some kid in the back of the room at this show mm-hmm. in Baltimore. Cause it was like from the perspective, like behind the bands. So you could still see um, the majority of the band playing, but then you also had a perspective of the crowd. So you can see people yeah. like moshing and stuff. I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting. Get, like cool guy stage potato position. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, Behind the amp, <laughs> arms crossed. That's, that's exactly where I was POV, positioned. I'm, I'm watching everybody the band. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was pretty interesting. And there was a, a a fight that broke out and they cut the feed, which I thought was like, oh, this is like so dramatic. This yeah, is crazy. Um, yeah. But it was something interesting. And I was like, oh, like, this is how Baltimore gets down. Because it was just like, yeah, it looked like it was in, uh, I'm pretty sure it was in a bar. It was the Otter, Otter Bar? Is that where they have shows? It might have been, oh. it might have been the uh, the Pinch, I think. No, that's in D.C. I have no idea. I remember playing a, a real small bar with Breakaway and some others. Maybe Red Vision played that too. I can't remember. But Do you know what show it was? It was Queensway. I know Queensway was on the tour. I think maybe Adrenaline. Maybe I can't remember. Was it the? Uh, it was a Sanction. Sanction was on it too. Was it the Motor House? I don't know. I, yeah. I tuned in late. I, I only caught uh, the last two sets. The fight. It was. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, sounds like it. <clears throat> But but I do uh, uh, appreciate what Sonny's doing. I, I feel like he's doing it uh, pretty awesome. Like uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw that Code Orange stream for the record release. I saw yeah. some of it. Yeah. I watched a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I I, th- I thought that that production was crazy because I I assume everything that they like used they're gonna use at Coachella, and I had plans to see them there. So it, it was nice to be able to 
see what it was going to yeah. be like. And I, I, I was just uh, super down for how serious they, they took it and like how they were able to bring it to Twitch and um, have it translate really well. So I, I, I thought that was pretty yeah. awesome. I, I, and for free. Yeah. The, the production value, uh, like on it was so good that I was like, damn, this is wild. Like dude's really putting in the work. So how can we get Sunny to head out to your area? Get your guys' first show is a lot. That would stream. be I, as soon as you were talking about that, I was like, damn, I wish I was doing that right now. I, I mean, if fucking... he, if, if like for whatever reason he would actually be down, like Philly's straight up like a four hour drive, I would drive to do it. Yeah, I would definitely drive to do that. But, you know, I feel like it might be easier said than done. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, every everybody get tested because I'm sure he has his own like precautions yeah. as well. I'm not. I'm pretty sure he's not just taking anybody willy nilly. Just like, oh yeah, come on, come expose yeah. me. Like, I'm pretty sure he he wants people tested and clean and clear, keep everybody For healthy. Sure. Only natural. But I didn't realize it was yeah four hours. I guess it's not that bad of a drive. Nah, Could not, be worse. It's not that bad. I'll drive. I'm drive a lot longer right now if it means playing music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's safe, that is. I mean, obviously. So if you want to book us in a basement in California. <laughs> just a quick 13. <laughs> how long is it? Just 20? a quick two-day drive. Yeah. We'll play for uh, six minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's pretty rare because uh, basements aren't a uh, common yeah. thing out here. So. All right. Well, we'll play in a backyard. It's fine. Yeah, playing a yeah backyard backyard, or we could get you in like a storage unit or something oh, crazy. Yeah. Or dude, I saw this punk fan. It uh, wasn't by choice, but I was at a protest, and this punk fan just busted out at this stage at this park, and the cops were there, but they didn't stop it. So I was like, okay, maybe this is okay. Yeah. That's pretty. It was it was strange because I, I was just there, just like minding my own business, and then this band starts playing. I was like, oh. This is weird. I'm like, you know, just kind of thrown yeah. into it. it. It was, it was an interesting feeling because it had been so long since I saw like actual live music. Because like the last show that I went to was in the beginning yeah. of March. Do you guys remember the last show you went to before the whole pandemic actually set in and ruined everything? It was, uh, it was like Brace War, yeah. Division of Mine, Combust, and uh, Mad Mad. That's yeah. interesting. That was, that was a good show. And it was cool. It was a good last show, I guess. Not last hardcore that, show. Not knowing it would be the last show, but. And uh, going into that show, was there any idea that that was going to be it for a while, or did you guys just kind of treat it like a normal show? I don't show? even think that like people were even talking about COVID yet. Really. Yeah, like it wasn't really a thing yet. Damn. Yeah, that's strange. I think I showed up to that show fucking wearing a sweater. That's how long ago it was. Yeah, it was like, it was chilly outside. That's so crazy. Because sometimes I, I think back to that night um, where I went to that show in LA and I just had no idea that that was yeah. going to be it. Because obviously like, I, I had fun. I, I enjoyed myself. Uh, you know, saw a bunch of friends, but had no idea that like driving home that I, I never thought that that was going to be it for this yeah. long it's wild curious about uh 
I, I was listening to your podcast, Dewey, and I, and I'm pretty sure I, I messaged you about it. You, you're talking about the the floor is lava, and you're talking about you know watching trash yeah. TV. Uh, but there's this new show, and I'm, I'm telling everybody about the show because I, I'm like a huge fan of it. But uh, it's a new show that came out on, Nef- on Netflix called uh, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Are, are you I familiar with it? it? I don't think I've heard about it yet. Okay, it's it's like a like in my opinion, it's a really awesome travel show that he does. It's like him and one of his like friends that he explains how he met and how he kind of came up with the idea of bringing mm-hmm. him along, but they kind of uh, just go to different parts of the world. And I'm only three episodes into the 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 season, and they just talk about um like. Like for, for example, in Iceland, they, they kind of showcase how they're using like this like renewable energy to kind of uh, you know power these cities and how uh, how much better it is for the environment. And then they go to like France and they talk about um, the water and how they're um, how they have like this free water system for like the entire city of like Paris, which I think is like pretty interesting and. And I was like, wow, I was like, this is so crazy, like to see different parts of the world and how they do things different to to try to help better the yeah. environment versus how like we do things out here and how sometimes like things just seem like so like, like, you know, outdated or yeah, backwards. Like, it almost seems like we're actively trying to ruin the environment. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's so crazy. So I, I, I just like and people just kind of like um, I've had some friends who kind of like scoffed and like laughed at me like oh you're watching like a Zac Efron show I'm like yeah like just who cares like I I don't get I don't care about your opinions on Zac Efron but this show is awesome because it it seriously gives me like um, because I I was like a huge fan of Anthony Bourdain and it's kind of giving me like like those kind of vibes like you know like when he would travel across the world and just kind of like open my eyes up to like just like like this whole new world I've never even like you know thought of like even like caring about like I've never wanted to go to Iceland before I watched this show so now I'm like thinking like shit like I have to get out there at some point and check this stuff yeah. out. It's crazy how so many other places just have their shit together. <laughs> like, like even seeing like uh, going over to Germany and like other European countries and just the fact that they have like recycling bins next to their trash cans out in the wild was one of those things where it's like, why don't we do this shit? Like, I mean, very select areas there are, but it's just like, they're just so much more green-minded and like actually taking shit seriously yeah yeah and it's 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 such a trip and it makes me want to care more because like what what, when i think about like even just like watching this episode about water i i buy like bottled water now i'm like crap like i I don't want to do that anymore i've did yeah once i realized how much i was using i like scaled back especially when it comes to water I just use the same two hydro flasks for like everything. Yeah, I have like, I have like the same bottle. I got it from like REI, and I use it. it looks disgusting. Yeah, but that's just what I'd be drinking out of. And do you guys just buy like one big jug to like last you the whole week, or how do you guys get your water? I, yeah, just I just drink from the faucet, which is probably bad, but. I'm kind of I'm kind of a weirdo, and I get reverse osmosis water from uh, there's a grocery store here that sells like like P like all, all the like fancy ass waters. But I just get like reverse osmosis because I'm a weirdo, and it tastes good to me. And I just get like two gallons of that, and that usually lasts me 
oh like between that and then like the water i just get at work via the water cooler usually lasts me like a week and it's like a dollar to get two gallons i've never heard of that kind of water reverse yeah. osmosis what is uh, that you know i wish i could tell you i used to know like all the different waters but then i like realized the one i like and i just keep getting it it's just basically like super filtered and then it's science water yeah science water good ph levels and it just tastes really fucking good and i started drinking that and now any other water i just like does like i can taste the fluoride and shit like that not i don't taste the fluoride but it just like tastes different to me and i'm like a weirdo about water so no dude there's like like watch i'm telling you you gotta check this show because like that water episode just totally opens my mind and i had no idea that water was so like deep like just th all the different kinds of water and jamie you, you're probably not a weirdo for drinking from the tap water because they explain how like like a, a lot of these companies that sell bottled water like like a certain big percentage of the water that they're selling you is just yeah. tap or just with stuff just like added yeah. into it so yeah it's totally just like tripping me out yeah I mean, those those shows along with like the planet Earth shows and stuff like that on Netflix, they're really they really open your eyes to a lot of shit. But I've noticed that more and more, especially like the last one I watched, because there's so many of them that it like they jump into the the planet is being ruined right now, like immediately. Whereas I remember watching planet Earth back in the day when the first set of like blu-rays or dvds came out and i bought those i remember watching that for the first time and they wait to get to like the end of the last episode to talk about that stuff and now i feel like they're front loading it because people are finally like no this like isn't a joke like hey you like looking at these these ice caps you like looking at this like desert and shit like that you like seeing these animals well they're going to be gone soon <laughs> and like immediately it brings to the forefront of just like damn everyone should be doing a lot more to cut down and go green and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that, that, that term that you use, uh, and I, I, I keep giving you like these, like, you know, little like spoilers, whatever, but they're, they're talking to this guy in um, Iceland about like, you know, going green. And he, he kind of just like laughed at that idea. He was like, yeah, he's like, he's like going green. That's just so old school. Cause like he like created this like whole process, how to like power this like one city off of like these, like um, these like weird like sulfur things. Like I don't doing a really bad job explaining yeah. it, but I know what um, you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, like you they have got, like I went to Iceland and, and I actually went to like the, the hot springs and shit like that. And oh, okay. So, you, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But highly recommend that and and yeah obviously trash tv trash tv is awesome like it, it's uh so bad it's yeah. good sometimes but i but i just had to bring that up and recommend that to, to both you guys to check it out Look, i saw we were watching a trailer for a second it looks really fucking sick yeah and uh, i'm a fan of zach efron after i watched him on yeah. hot ones I, I i never watched high school musical uh, so I think that that's what he's famous for, but I've like seen some of his other movies and I was like, he seems like a legit guy, especially after seeing like, you know, his personality on hot ones. I was like, okay. I, I was like, I, I feel like I, I could be a fan of this. Charlie St. Cloud is a good movie. <laughs> All right. I, I got to check it out. It's pretty I've, I've sad. Seen that. <laughs> and, uh, neighbors yeah. is funny. Yeah. He's, he's straight up. Yes. Not bad. He's fine. 
it's just high school musical yeah. was just like uh that's just i mean he'll forever be known for that yeah i feel like a lot of people are like weirdly still like Zac Efron sucks and it's like dude you're holding these like weird feelings for Zac Efron that you had when you were in like <laughs> middle high school or something he like was that. a teenager yeah you're still like, thinking about him that way yeah it's yeah it's strange but highly recommend that but uh Jimmy have you seen the, the floor is lava no I don't know what that is <laughs> okay perfect I feel like the three of us we form a team we go on the floor is lava yeah that'd be sick i i really would love to do that like the whole time i'm watching i was like i could do this shit the the show's premise is basically like and it's an obstacle course but like yeah i'm i'm game floor is lava yeah yeah oh yeah you'd be a a, a shooting for that jamie because you're you're into you're into climbing you you had to you know control your your body you'll be fine you can just grip onto the walls and just scale across (laughs) send the email let's go in yeah i yeah i i watch it too and i was like okay these these adults seem so like unathletic because yeah. i'm like looking at some of the the gaps that they have to clear i'm like dude i could do that in my sleep like this is this is doesn't look as challenging I feel like- but part of me is like okay like are they like putting on just because they are on a show or is it actually that yeah, part of me thinks that they're actively seeking out the most unathletic and just i don't know lack for a better term like idiots to do it so it like creates good television and not like a bunch of people just smoking it and then being like yeah we did it there yeah it's insane but yeah jamie uh, since you're unfamiliar it, it's a pretty pretty fun watch like it, it, it's kind of cheesy but it's definitely pretty fun uh, just to see all the different rooms that they have yeah. i'll check it out okay hell yeah um yeah, well, I'm trying to think. I think we covered everything. Is there anything you guys want to ask me, or are you guys good? I mean, we can talk about the fucking heavy topics. Yeah, we can. We can go deep. Oh. We kind of. Yeah. We kind of. We kind of grazed oh, right oh, over. Oh, you guys want to go deep? The protesting and yeah. all of that stuff going on. Okay onto that but before we get there i'm glad i, I i'm glad uh for, for the past uh couple weeks and i seem like i, I feel like it, it, it's kind of died down um there was like this uh wave of uh, people getting outed and canceled for uh you know being uh, abusers or pedophiles which is terrible uh I, i'm really glad that i didn't really know anybody personally like nobody from like my close circle of friends uh, just, uh, you know, people that I knew that, you know, were victims, which sucked, but I- I'm just really happy that, um, you guys are good yeah. people yeah. and you guys, you guys weren't on that yeah. list. Uh, cause, cause I-, I was paying attention and trying to, you know, keep up with, uh, cause it was hard. Like there's so many people getting, it was like this crazy storm. So I- I'm just glad that you guys weren't a part of that and you guys are good dudes and, you know, keeping it real yeah. over there. I mean, with that, with like, Black Lives Matter protests and shit like that. I mean, do you want to talk about that? What, the protests? Yeah, I mean, uh, how is shit out there for you? Because for us, Richmond has been in, Richmond is like, 
has been insane and is still like it's i don't know i was I, w- I was gonna say that it was in a lull but like it's kind of picking back mom- like the momentum is picking back up right now mm-hmm. so uh out here uh so i live in orange county and it, at the beginning there was uh protests like literally like right down the street from where i live but i, I feel like um, right now more recently they're more taking place in la yeah. So, like I, I briefly mentioned earlier, like I, I went to a, a protest in uh, Long Beach, which is, is LA County, and that was, uh, you know, pretty awesome to, to be able to go there and you know be with everybody trying to you know help change. But it, it's still going on. Like I, I talked about it in one of the intros of the more recent podcast, um, even though like the the media might not be covering it as much or it might be slowing down on people's like, you know, feeds on social media. It, it's still yeah, going it's, on strong. It's still really strong everywhere. I was, I think about that every morning because um, like every morning I listen to that up first podcast that uh, NPR does. And uh, yeah, I mean, seemingly overnight, it was just like, they just quit covering like the protest and everything. And it's just like, it's sad that that's how the media works because, uh, I mean, it's very much alive still in a lot of cities. Like, police violence hasn't stopped despite the media not wanting to cover it. Uh, like, people are still protesting strong in, like, a lot of cities. People are still, like, big numbers of people are still showing up. Like, real change is still happening, and the media just chooses to ignore it. Like, I get that coronavirus is a big thing as well, but, like, when coronavirus is gone, there's still going to be systemic yeah, racism. Yeah, like <laughs> at least these things aren't like. going away, and like yeah. they, you know, they're ingrained into our society. I think it's a rather large topic that shouldn't be just grazed over. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I'm just curious. Like, obviously, uh, we're a part of a different generation than the people that have been in control. I'm, I'm just curious if they've been able to, to poison like the younger generation into keeping, you know, that corrupt system going. And are we going to be able to get enough people into the right position to actually make change? Because I'm just like, obviously, I don't know how how dark it actually gets behind the scenes uh, when, when it comes to our actual, you know, how our country runs and how deep these things actually go. So I, I, I would love for for these changes to actually happen and take place. But uh, I feel like it's going to you know, be a while. And I, I just hope people, uh, like I always say, um, when I talk about this stuff in, in my intro, I, I just hope people don't get uh, complacent or, or people just um, get tired of trying to fight for this. And I, I hope people just keep it going and we all just stay strong together. And I feel like that's the only way we're going to be able to make change if we all just continue to fight together. Because think about where things were before um, you know, the George Floyd incident happened. Obviously, there were people who were against the, you know, police brutality because that stuff had been happening, you know, since I was like earliest. I can remember that whole Rodney King incident yeah. up until the George Floyd. And like, you know, I've always like been against uh, police brutality and always thought it was so fucked up. But that George Floyd moment or moment, excuse me, um, triggered this this thing in like the world. And people just started, all right, like, no, like, we have to come together and actually come out together and fight for this change. And I feel like that just needs to continue and people not, you know, complacent, yeah. get tired. 
yeah get tired and give up like i i just want people and i just want us all to to keep you know doing what we've been doing during this like important time in our lives because i've never seen it like you know this big i would i don't want to like i mean i don't want to speak out of pocket but like i feel like i feel like everything that's going on right now is like our I feel like it's going to end up being like this is our generation's like civil rights movement. And uh, I don't know. I feel like if you're. I feel like if you're tired of like seeing everything going on, then uh, I mean, to some extent, like that's I mean, that's it's like a very privileged thing to be able to ignore everything that's happening. Yeah. And um as far as i mean yeah there are definitely like people of a younger generation who like uphold like that like you know that outdated i don't it's hard to call it outdated because it should have never been a fucking like a mindset in the first place but like yeah i mean there are definitely people who are younger who think that way who probably like adopt their fucking parents like belief system this that and the other thing but um i don't know yeah it's, i think a lot of people i think what's going on right now in richmond that's like that's the only place i can really speak for because i live here it's like for a little bit people seem to be getting distracted by uh like you know all of the monuments being taken down which you know that's an accomplishment that's a good thing like it should happen and it should have happened a long time ago but uh i don't know if you saw it on the internet or anything but like the same day that they were taking down the um the Stonewall monument, like just literally five minutes across town, there was an eviction rally because like, I guess like the grace period for like people like being able to make rent or do this, that, and the other thing, like it, it ran up and just like a ton of people, you know, in the middle of a pandemic are getting evicted from their fucking houses right now. And like a ton of people are homeless. So there was an eviction rally across town and, Sure enough, while people are celebrating on one fucking end of the town, uh, you've got, like, people are getting tear gassed and arrested and, like, all kinds of shit on the other end of town. And it's just, like, I think people need to not... Small victories, you know, it's not it's not the end of anything. Like, there's still a lot of ground that has to be covered. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I, I find myself uh, in a constant battle where I, I, I don't want to, um, you know, call out people. Uh, obviously, not everything is put on social media, but I, I, I follow this uh, the, this rapper. His name's Russ. I, I think he has a lot of awesome things to say, and he had this T-shirt that he reprinted from like I think like 2014 or 2017, and it uh, basically said, uh, "White silence is pro racism." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I have a lot of white friends, like, obviously, like I see, I, I follow you guys, you guys are uh, pretty active and pretty vocal about your stance. And, and I think that's awesome. And I have some white friends who haven't like said a peep uh, about anything online and, but they're constantly online posting yeah, selfies yeah. and posting about, uh, you know, like just the stuff that doesn't even like, you know, like in my opinion matter, like when it comes to like these like serious like issues going on. And I, find myself wondering like man am i friends with like people that i hate and i just don't know yet and um obviously like i i don't want to 
pick a fight with my friends that aren't doing anything because um, I don't know. It's, it's like this thing that I'm just like so torn with. So I'm just yeah. like, whatever, you know, I, I, I just try to surround myself with people um, who are actually trying to make change and who have like, you know, who like, and, and I don't want to just like, you know, put myself around people who like think the same way as me, but obviously like sometimes that, that's a good thing. Cause like, it, it's cool to be around people that have the same mindset, but obviously like I, I want people to think for themselves, but it, it's, it's just a bummer when I have friends online that just, looks like they just don't care and it's just so yeah, weird to I me. I mean, when it comes to like systemic racism, we live in a society where it's fucking upper class white dudes who are at the highest get get paid the most or at the like highest parts in government and shit like that. So it falls on I I find it as a responsibility of people who like myself are just white dudes that people are going to listen to me more you know it's just like it sucks that that's that way but like i can think of you know my my partner says this shit all the time it's like they're not going to listen to them because they're just going to look at them and say oh you're like just whatever but like it sucks that it's that way but i think you have to use your privilege and do something and say something to let people know that like it's not okay to be quiet because it is true that being quiet is just continuing this problem. And when I look at people who aren't saying anything, I see that as like, you can't do the bare minimum to, to speak out against this. So you must be fine with it because if you can't, if like you're so up your own ass that you don't want to like ruin your feed or some bullshit like that, because people are dying and there's just like, the world's going to shit like i don't think i want to be friends with that person like straight up like i, I actually just don't want to be friends with that person because you're so self-centered that you're thinking about the situation as like how you're going to be perceived i guess or like if it's not that then you genuinely don't care and if you don't care about like something as fucked up as the society we live in and the way people are treated just for being who they are then like I don't have any sort of bad feeling about canceling you as a friend or whatever. Not in like a cancel on the internet, but like just exiting out of that friendship. Cause I mean, if you aren't about it, then like I don't I don't want to be associated with the ignorant ass people. That's my that's my whole feeling on it. Now I I was really vocal and I've kind of died down a lot because I was just so heated, but at a certain at a certain point i was just watching all these people just not saying anything and it's just like how are you like what is your excuse here to not do the bare minimum and post a link to like even resources for people to learn or like talking to people that you know and asking them what they think about it it's just like you not saying anything is just very sus in my opinion it's like you don't have anything to say about this. You don't have, you watch that video of this man get basically lynched and you don't have, you don't think you have anything to add to this conversation, especially as like someone who has a platform. Like most of the people I know, like have hundreds of people following them. It's like, you can't say one thing. You can't even say like, I agree that this was wrong. It's like just wild to me. Yeah. And for, for me, 
I felt like the, my best course of action was to uh, look to the people who I, like I follow, um, who are African American, who have actual knowledge of what their people have been going through, and, instead of me trying to project and uh, uh, assume how they like how they feel or what they have um, felt or what they've gone through. So I'm, I felt like my best course of action was to seek out the the people who I admire and people that I look up to, and just kind of repost the things that they're posting just to kind of help spread awareness and you know give it to people straight from yeah. the source and try to open people's eyes or just make people more aware because just like, i feel like like a lot of the the, the people that i follow like i, I wasn't really seeing people like repost just because i follow like random like you know personalities or comedians or people in like the rap community um who i think are pretty interesting or or, or smarter than me and i i just wanted to you know just put, put their words out there and you know just try to open up people's eyes and minds just to you know to let them know like hey like there's some shit going on and uh you know here's some people from the community that um have real feelings toward this and you know want change and this is how like you know uh, what i can do to try to help definitely i think listening and being the person signal boosting is the most important thing in these times not the person like grabbing the microphone away from the person yelling and being like here's what i think as a white guy like talking about myself but like no, it's it's much more important to amplify black voices, especially in times like this. Yeah, and I, I feel like sometimes people have a hard time um, not making it about themselves. Yeah, it's just like yo, like it doesn't it doesn't always have to be about you. Like you can you know help spread and you know put other people on and uh, you know do stuff behind the scenes. Like it, like it doesn't always have to like you know be like your name or like your face like at the forefront. Like you can take a step back and let other people you know take charge and you know get the shine. Yeah. That's what being an ally is. It's not. It's like the person who's helping. It's not the person who's like going through this shit. It's the person who's trying to understand and help and like learn mm-hmm. and help other people learn and not upstage everyone who's actually going through it right now. So uh, the other day, uh, Jamie, you, you posted like this, this article about this girl getting murdered. She was speaking up against uh, police brutality, if I remember correctly. The one, the girl who was found dead in Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was like that. Uh, it was a police officer who like commented on the status, like, "Oh, like uh, you should have like watched your mouth or whatever." Um, I'm, I'm like totally she, paraphrasing. Uh, I mean, basically, what happened was like she she had like spoken out about. Uh, so I'm assuming some type of incident, and specifically named an officer. And uh, she turned up missing like a few days later, and then like a few days after that she was found dead in like a cornfield out in like a surrounding county and like coincidentally um the officer who she happened to name just he's the he's the officer who's investigating her death and uh i don't i don't know that's it's just too much of a coincidence it's way too much of coincidence yeah yeah when i read that it kind of gave me the chills because i'm like dude like that kind of shows that like nobody's really safe if she's going to speak out about an incident and name this officer and then she's going to turn up dead like that's 
that's really really yeah. eerie and like people people who turn a blind eye and like act like the police literally can't get away with whatever the fuck they want or they're crazy like i mean it's 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 as simple as that like police can almost do whatever they want yeah like i mean this all kind of i think things really ramped up in richmond after they tear gassed 15 minutes before curfew it's like four thousand people and it's like you see that and no one's being held accountable like the police chief resigned but uh that's not holding accountable the every single officer there who was doing that shit none of the officers were properly investigated like they were supposed to have been uh there's video of an officer like spitting on a detained uh person like sitting on the ground that officer still employed i mean there's 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 uh there's like a if i'm not mistaken he's a sergeant i want to say mm-hmm. uh who has like like legitimate like white power or like you know white supremacy tattoos mm-hmm. like on his forearms he's still employed uh i mean i don't know it's i could i could talk about like <laughs> i could seriously talk about like police or police violence and like how i feel about it uh for fucking days like even like i probably could have done it before like everything that's going on but like after being so you know not i don't not being so close to it like i don't have to experience it like some people do but like like amongst like being out in crowds and like witnessing how police are handling protesters I mean, like, I don't know. I could talk about this shit all day and, like, what's wrong with it and how disgusted, like, how disgusting it is that, like, there's just no repercussions when the police do anything wrong. Yeah. My, my only question is, how, like, out there, how are you supposed to see change or make change when if you speak out you could end up dead like that girl i guess that's just like i mean it's like that's a scary thought and like you know not to like take anything away from that because it's fucked up and it's scary and you know obviously it happening just proves that it's possibility for anybody but it's just like you got i mean i i mean i guess if that's if that's how it has potential to be then that's just the risk you have to take yeah you can't like you can't let the police scare you like it's like it's cliche as fuck but like there's so much more of us than there is of them so uh i mean you got to do what you got to do just protect taking precautions like if you're going out cover up your tattoos put your phone on airplane mode yeah don't let them don't let them fucking track you anyway yeah bring necessary like if you're able to do any sort of um, like medic stuff yeah like get like uh pseudocone and mm-hmm. you know just be prepared think of the like expect the worst and go into it i mean if you're really about it and if you're if you're not able to if you're too worried about that kind of stuff there's still there's mo- a thousand things you can do yeah you can like i like i said the, the smallest things you can do is repost a link of like you know something that's helping or helping you know people of color you know especially like 
there's so many different organizations helping people and just do your research you know read educate yourself and then educate other people because you know if we get rid of if the police just disappeared yet to tomorrow that doesn't mean racism is going to go away that doesn't mean the the problems with you know people being locked up and basically slave labor being allowed in this country isn't going to stop just because the police are gone like this is it's such a problem that's like ingrained in the roots of this country that the smallest things go a really long way and i think a lot of people need to remember that that you don't have to be on that out there getting tear gassed to help a cause you can just amplify voices you can send links you can sign petitions you can vote you know there's so many different things and i know it's very generic of me to name all these things and and not be like here's a link here's that but i mean part of it uh, that i've learned is not asking to be educated but to educate yourself about this shit because it's nobody's job to educate you yeah like you should like uh like i don't necessarily like definitely like listening to like black voices and stuff like that is very important but it's not a black person's job to educate you on like you know racism in our country like yeah as a white guy like i mean it's it's not their job to like they don't they shouldn't have to take time out of their day to explain to me why this is fucked up yeah like (laughs) i i would never expect anyone to give me their voice of me be like Hey, how how's your life been affected by society constantly since the day you were born? Please tell me. Please educate me. It's like, no, man. Like, I'm gonna do my own thing. Like, you need to figure out this shit. That's yeah. the, what I would assume. Like, why would I ever? Yeah. Like, teach yourself, man. <laughs> There's enough resources out there, and, and if you're tired of people posting links and stuff like that, I think you need to reassess your way of life and start educating yourself to realize oh maybe there's a reason that this hasn't stopped you know yes sometimes i i feel uh like like i i want to just like rip my hair out because the the way i was brought up the way i was raised like that was just never a, a thought to me to hate any person just based off the color of their skin obviously i'm i'm asian i'm brown but i i've never looked at anybody and was like wow like i hate you because of the color of your yeah. skin like that's just never been a thought in my mind and it, it just just like it doesn't make sense to me like when i think about it because yeah. i, I uh, yeah i, I just don't get I mean, it it's like like the stupidest thing in the world is like hearing people say, "Well, like, oh, I was raised in a different time." It's just like, yo, it doesn't matter, motherfucker. It was never, it wasn't cool back then. Yeah, and it's not your time now, so <laughs> yeah. shut up and learn about now. <laughs> yeah, it's all. I mean, and like, for me and like Dewey, I mean, obviously, not everybody has ever has always been, you know, of this thought process. But like, we do happen to live in like we live in the capital of the confederacy yeah. you know like the city we live in like this shit is like deeply rooted here i mean I, I i remember going on a field trip to a plantation and part of the field trip i uh, granted this was like 
late 90s but i remember them being like and here are the songs they used to sing and they made us like hoe the earth and sing slave songs and now looking back on that i'm like what the fuck and now there's people just growing up being like yeah that's like a normal thing like i think about like if people aren't being re-educated at this point it's just like i look back on that i'm like how the hell did that happen because i tell people that even who aren't from virginia and they're just like you did what I'm like, yeah, dude, like it's it's vaguely like weirdly like, quote unquote, normal because I grew up with it. And I don't like I, at, before I, you know, reeducated myself as like a like a sentient adult. Um, it was just like one of those things like, yeah, like there's rebel flag. And like you talk to anyone from here like a few months ago or probably years ago at this point now, but. They've just been like, yeah, the you know rebel flags. They're just like around. It's just like kind of like a you know his history thing or whatever like that. And it's like at a certain point, it's got to occur to people like maybe this symbol that is like basically a swastika to a Jewish person it shouldn't just be like oh it's just like a, it's just like a thing. It's like fine. It's like no man. Like think about that shit for more than just like what you you see it as and like think about other people put yourself in another person's shoes for like five minutes and think about it you know yeah and like not to mention that like like the fucking like the confederate flag that people are like flying half the time it's not even like yeah it wasn't even a flag that was used in like the civil war era yeah like it's, it's it was just i don't was i it, don't know yeah it's, not i don't know i can it's sad that i know the history of like that rather than like i could have been learning about other cultures and shit like that like but to yeah. me the whole like to me the whole confederacy thing is just like to me it doesn't even like need to be like a long-winded argument like it's just it's as simple as the confederacy was essentially it's a its own country uh they had they wanted nothing to do with the united states so the u.s and the confederacy fought the united states won <laughs> there That's, you go the yeah. confederacy's over it's like waving it might as well be waving a white flag like you're waving yeah. the flag of a bunch of fucking losers like people who like like having statues like why is the united states championing like why are why is the our united enemy states championing like yeah our enemies like why do we have statues up of like traitors like yeah why are we championing a bunch of fucking losers like that they have no relevance to like the united states and like people who like calling richmond the like the capital of the confederacy like no it's not motherfucker because the confederacy simply doesn't exist yeah. anymore like it's not a thing like there's no such thing as a confederate state because the confederacy does not exist like it's and like that's i was born and raised in the fucking south and i couldn't like there's no argument for like heritage that makes any sense to me because that's i'm from the south and that's not my heritage yeah it doesn't exist the confederacy's not real anymore it's just so fucking it's, it's, it's so it. simple yeah it lasted for fucking like five years and you that's like the the united states has been around around for fucking you know however long the confederacy was around for five years and that's what you choose to fucking hang on to you cho you're choosing to hang on to like i mean it's just like i don't fucking know it just doesn't make any sense to me 
it's really easy to get heated talking about this shit. Yeah, like I'm fucking my I, I'm my blood pressure's through the roof right now. You're like arguing with a person who's not right. there. <laughs> How about you guys round up the verdict and you guys take over? Well, Jamie, you can play drums now. All right. Who's still straight edge in the verdict? <laughs> oh wow, that's a thing. <laughs> um, no comment. Yeah. No, no comment on the verdict. Yeah, I I made a joke that okay. even though the verdict, I was I bet I was watching. Uh, I did watch the live video from the Edge Day set. Shit was dope. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was fucking. Cool. Shit was tight. I was gonna say it's like a symptom of COVID is people selling out. <laughs> Because people are dropping like flies. <laughs> it's all right. Well, what matters is that you guys, yeah. you know, stay true. Straight edge band. Let's go. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Maybe we got to save that for um, the the, the off air conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but no, I I seriously I uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, being down to come on the podcast obviously last time i had you guys on i, I had a really good time like outside of just talking about your band i was like well uh, sitting here talking to you guys w- was fun obviously jamie loved talking to you and dewey i feel like i haven't stopped talking to you just because i still listen oh, to your yeah. podcast so I, I i hear you hear you speak every week so uh it, it's been awesome to have you guys back on and i, I definitely want to continue this and you know continue to have you guys on the, the the podcast in the future hell yeah definitely i'm always down love potting i'm i mean i'm i'm ready bring on bring on number five okay uh, okay uh, number five will happen at some point but before we sign off is there anything you guys want to shout out or plug go vegan stay straight edge fuck the confederacy you're a loser if you fucking believe in it all right well there you guys have it that was jamie and dewey and and thank you guys again for for tuning in this is uh always a a pleasure and i i loved um, doing these podcasts and putting them out for all of you so thank you again for listening this has been another episode of the jamie k podcast always on top